This episode is brought to you by MSP Cultivate. New challenges arrive on your desk every day. New trends in communications are popping up faster than you can follow them, and technology affects everything you do. Our friends at MSP Cultivate help you find the right strategy and execution to help you accomplish your most fundamental goal, engaging and connecting with your donors. To learn more, visit mspcultivate.com. From We Are For Good Studios, this is Fundraising is Funny. I'm Lynn Wester. And I'm Clay Buck. Every week, you can join us to share laughs and shocking case studies as we unpack the most ridiculous situations that happen within our sector. Because sometimes we just have to laugh at ourselves in order to learn. Laughter through tears is my favorite emotion. (laughs) This is the podcast, and we're your people. We've got you, friends. We've got snacks, too. Because here's the thing. We believe in the power of generosity to change the world. And something tells us you do, too. At the root of each of these stories is a serious ethical question, a system or a structure or a person that allowed it to happen, or an outdated practice that is just ready for disruption. Now, don't worry. All the names here have been changed to protect the innocent. But the stories we share are 100% real life in the world of nonprofit fundraising. Because, come on. Fundraising is funny. Okay, let's go. Howdy. Hello. Well, hiya. (laughs) Let's just say greetings back and forth for a while. (laughs) But we're together. We are in human beings. And that's what counts. In human beings. Yes. We're human today. Yeah. And Clay, do I have a story for you? I cannot absolutely wait. (sighs) Well, you know... Um, I, I, I'm fortunate enough to where I can give to a couple of nonprofits and, um, they eventually send me mail, like in the postal service, like Pony Express, you know, like, and <laughs> well, they don't send me mail. They send a post office box in Texas somewhere, mail at a UPS store when where it there's has your name on it. Yeah. Very friendly people that work there. Who, so these are people that didn't hear you say, I'm a digital don't, donor. Don't send me mail. Mm, yeah. Yes. Okay. And uh, I recently got my mail shipped to me and I opened it and lo and behold, lo and behold, yes. two, two organizations had sent me solicitation materials in my box. Um, and both of them sent me solicitations that said that if I didn't hurry up and give or didn't fulfill that the membership card that they had sent in the mailing uh-huh. wouldn't be valid. So, like, you would lose access to the museum or you wouldn't get your benefits no, 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 as a no, no. performing arts? No, or... no, no. I, museum. These are not museum organizations. These are like... So, it's like a radio station or no, a TV station? No, like, the benefits that no, come along? No, no. These are like the hmm cancer hmm or the hmm cross hmm <laughs> so, 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 they don't... So, mm. what do you get? The feeling of doing good for the world. But that's donating. And a tax receipt. What do you get for being a member? I, well, I got a membership card, you see. What do you do with the card? Well, I was thinking that the next time I got pulled over by the police, uh-huh. I could be like, but wait. <laughs> and when they asked me for li- license and registration, ma'am, yeah. I could put my member card on top of my license. And that oh. I would get it out of the ticket. Or next time. I, I think that that is both like not legal and not ethical. Just oh. saying. I'm just, what do I know? Well, the police might look fondly on my charitable gravitas, knowing that I gave $19 a month. Wait, 
charitable gravitas. Pardon me, but do you have any charitable gravitas? <laughs> well, I have a membership card, sir. <laughs> <laughs> and doesn't a membership card give you charitable gravitas? <laughs> I mean, it's kind of funny that they think like, so I'm going to get out my wallet mm-hmm. and I'm going to put my member cards in my wallet from all these nonprofits. Yes. And then while I'm, I don't know, in Vegas at a casino. You mean I mean your just, Apple wallet or your y- Google wallet. or Oh, they yeah. didn't send me one that was compatible with digital, of course. As a digital donor, why would they ever send me something that worked on my phone? So mm. when I get pulled over by the police, I can't <laughs> be like, cold, please. Let me get out my Apple wallet. No. Historically and data speaking, sure. Membership programs have traditionally been tremendously successful because they do successful With in terms who? is successful in terms of raising dollars in a, in direct response because they do kind of engender a feeling of belonging and a feeling like you're special and 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 they engender a feeling of sadness for me. Well, and. <laughs> Those cards are expensive. Um, what do people do with them? And I, I don't know recent numbers, right? I, I know, I know, decades old. I feel he like says, these are the same things. People that have fax numbers on their business cards, <laughs> which goes back to episode two. Well, see, I, I love that we're in my office because I can look for resources and books um, that you know have the data on this. But again, it's old data, so the question is. What do you do with a membership card? Trash it. Recycle it if I'm a good person. Right. (laughs) But I mean, like, what is the... Okay, so maybe there are people that that work for, but I'm not that. And why would you go ahead and mail out a membership card and then be like, now you need to give us money? Like, are you supposed to guilt me into giving? Like, I just... I don't understand it. And it's funny. It's funny because... It's funny. It's funny because I'm like because it's fundraising and fundraising is funny. Fundraising is funny. Fundraising is funny. Okay, well let me let me ask you this: Were you solicited as a member? These are organizations you said. These are organizations you support. Yes. In the past, yes. Were you solicited as a member, or do you gave and then suddenly I gave you became, and then they right. made me a member, whether I wanted to. It was like membership by force. It's like a third grade <laughs> birthday party. You will invite everyone. Well, and I think. Okay, so okay, so I think I think there's a couple of things here. Yeah. Right, which is number one, these are expensive. I mean, well, I know they have not... to be more expensive than regular paper. Right, exactly. As soon as you put something that has to be oh, 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 was the card personalized or was it just a generic? Oh, absolutely not. Okay, that, well, okay. Um It was like this laminated piece. It wasn't even like a card like your blockbuster card. <laughs> Some of you will get that joke. I still have mine. But it was like a laminated piece of paper, you know, that you yeah, kind of no. peeled off. I know. And, yeah. And, okay, one was personalized, one was not. So one had my name on it, the full name. Sure. And then the other one didn't. And I guess I just write my name in. <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm sorry. All I can visualize now is, Lynn Marie, your membership is up. Exactly. <laughs> Ex- thanks for the middle name drop right there. Thanks, you, my mom. You, you know. Yeah. It's fine, Thomas. And so, <gasps> oh, um, the gloves oh, are off. off. And so I'm sitting there thinking, well, are people getting hoodwinked and and like hoodwinked is an excellent word, I by the way. Word. It's like guffaw. Um, but hood, are they getting hoodwinked because they think they actually need to renew a membership or something like that? 
And it's a membership, not a charitable gift, kind of like, it's not a gym membership. And what's interesting is, you know, gym memberships don't even have cards really much anymore. You use your face or your phone number or something technological, logical. Well, I mean, you know, full disclosure, you and I went to the gym this morning because we were together, <laughs> right? And I get it, my membership card is on my watch and I just scan it and go in. Not if you give to charity, it's not. <laughs> well, but, and again, I go to the usage. So there's there's a couple of places that, that well, it's less about the card. Okay. And, and for me about the intent and what we're doing with it. But you know what? But where am I going to use it? Where are you going to use it? Because <laughs> what I'm wondering is, can I walk into a 7-Eleven? Can I walk into a a Terribles, as we say in Vegas. <laughs> Terribles here. It's funny. Can I walk into the Whole Foods snack bar and use my membership card to get a discount or to get access to it? Or can I get anything with it ever? Which is something I think we need to ponder while we pause for a little snack. Oh, my gosh. Let's have a snack, a morning morning time, maybe a piece of fruit or something lovely. I am still working on my morning smoothie. So there's full disclosure, and that, like, sort of ruins the whole timelessness of listening to a podcast. But, yes, we are recording this in the morning. Sun's up. It's time for our morning snacks. All right. Let's do it. We like to have a good laugh here at Fundraising is Funny, and and that's what it's all about, because fundraising is funny. But you know what's not funny? Fighting with systems that don't support you and getting your way of building strong relationships with your donors. Let me introduce you to Keela, the fundraising CRM. Designed specifically with the fundraiser in mind, you're combining fundraising, communications, and donor management into one single source of truth that was built with the unique needs of fundraisers in mind. With Keela, you can spend more time building strong connections with your donors and maximizing your team's productivity. And maybe a little more time laughing and less time being frustrated with how your systems work with Keela, the fundraising CRM. Lynn. Clay, we're back. We're back. How was your snack? Oh, deliciously banana-ish. So we were talking about membership cards, and I had received some in solicitations recently from some national nonprofits. Um, Sorry, Canadian and and listeners abroad, but um, I just, I, it's funny to me because the irony is if I do carry it around, Mm -hmm. there was nowhere in the letter or accompanying materials or the packet, as industry experts call it, Uh there was nothing in the packet that said, the benefits of the membership card uh-huh. or what I could do with it. Yes. So the um, assumed alleged organizations that you reference, mm. I am, I happen to know that they have very, very large budget. Oh, money. And they have very large resources. I'm sure. And they work with <clears throat> either expert external firms or have in-house um, fancy people experts that, mm-hmm. and they are testing this and they are measuring it and they are weighing the cost against response and all of that. And they mm-hmm. are looking at that from a very intelligent and very, right? Oh, so I'm here for the benefit of the doubt. I'm here for that. My And my point is, it fell flat with you, right? It did, and it might fall flat with others, but somebody may be treasuring their card. Somebody may be treasuring their card, and I don't want to make assumptions on that, but I I think it also gets to we don't want to copy what others are doing because we don't know 
exactly the benefit, right? Well, and and if we can't measure like that, because what I could see is people going, oh, we should send a membership card because <clears throat> does yeah. My friend Rachel said, calls it sweaters for penguins. That's her fake nonprofit <laughs> that she uses. So it's if, my ravaging wombats. Yes, right. If if sweaters for penguins does it, should I? Right. Yeah. yeah, um, yeah. But it's more than that. I really do okay. think it's more than that, Clay. I, I yes and. Yes, and, right? That's our improv training tells us. Yes, and. <laughs> yes, and. That we have to shed some of the ways of the past. Um, we need to, if there were a yes. digital version, I would be super impressed by them. Yes. Like every time I check into an airline and they give me an Apple wallet version or my credit card or, mm-hmm. you know, my hotel room key or the gym membership that you have yep. or anything like that would at least tell me that they're trying to adapt to, I say this in loose terms, my generation, but I'm 45. I'm solid Gen Xer, man. I'm not a millennial. I'm not Gen Z. I'm not super de duperty high tech, but don't send me a paper membership card and think she's going to put that in her wallet. Agreed. And, I, I and yeah. Do you know the origins of direct mail? So, Especially in papyrus. <laughs> well, I mean, right. We can go back to the what was the 1918 campaign. Anyway, that's a whole other thing. So a lot of the origins, especially of direct mail acquisition, go back to the very early days of direct response marketing, which was really driven by catalog purchases. And who were the majority of the catalog purchasers and magazine subscribers? Housewives. Yeah, housewives, oh. 1950s, 60s. So of course, that because the acquisition was based on that demographic. And so when um, fundraising direct mail started to emulate it and to purchase mm. lists and do acquisition, who was the audience that responded? Housewives. Housewives. Which is why today we can say the average American donor is a 60 to 70-year-old uh, white suburban housewife. And this, this to me is what... It really, honestly, it's it's what it's what diversity, it's what inclusion, it's what equity in fundraising means. It's what developing new methodologies and procedures. Because if we continue to base our methodologies on the best responding demographic is X, Y, Z, and we don't look at why is it that demographic? I mean, Gen Z is. There are tons of reports that are telling us how generous and how engaged Gen Gen Z is. And millennials. And millennials. More than us and Gen X. And I cannot stand generational overgeneralization. So how's that for a word, right? That's a great one. Like my parents are in their 80s. And if I hear one more time, old people don't do technology. Like that is the worst. Like it's mean, it's mean. My mom is on the internet all the time. Like, and they pay all their bills digitally. And I'll tell you what, if my mom got the membership card mailing, mm-hmm. she would, she would first, she would redact all her personal information off of it. <laughs> and then she would throw it in the fireplace unless it was plastic. And then she'd like put it in the trash. And I don't want to be like the smash consultant who's like, why are you doing this? Me, 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 me. We run a podcast called Fundraising is Funny. I think the idea that you as a nonprofit are sending me a membership card and expect me to (laughs) wield it is funny. And if you're just listening to the podcast, if you're just listening to it and you haven't seen the video of this, number one, neither Lynn nor I like really invested in um, our appearance today. So I am unshaven. She is unmaked up. Yeah, Uh, it is a delightful video. But who we are, the visual of Lynn (laughs) wielding. (laughs) 
I love wielding it because I feel like it's worth finding this clip wherever you get your yeah, favorite clips on YouTube because and it fundraising is, is funny because just brilliant. I just feel like, okay, so I'm here with you in Vegas. Yes. I want to go see Bruno Mars. Yes. And there's a VIP lane and then there's the people. <laughs> and here's my ravaging and wombat membership. Here's card. my <laughs> ravaging wombat sweaters for penguins membership card. I'm going straight to the front with that. <laughs> You're sitting next to Celine. What's the takeaway here? What what's do we, our punchline? What's the right? punchline? What do we do with this? So I think the punchline is, number one, as you pointed out really early on in this episode, they don't know that Lynn doesn't like the postal, you know, like <laughs> solicitations through the postal mail. No, they weren't listening. And again, okay. But number two, our gimmicks are, and we're probably going to have a whole episode on gimmicks. We totally need one. Mm. But... Are these tactics still relevant today? Are they inclusive? Um, is there a modern version? Like, could you have sent me a code on my phone, a QR, or something? And, you know, how do we think about the idea that charity as a membership also kind of disturbs me a wee bit? Because according to the IRS, a charitable gift is that which is done wholly completely without expecting anything else. So I don't expect a membership card. Sure. Yes. Yes. And I, we're on the tagline here and I'm going to introduce sort of a new ish concept um, to the discussion, which is uh, if you look at the work of doctors, Jen Shang and, Dr. and Adrian Sargent at the Institute for sustainable, I do too. Uh, Institute for sustainable philanthropy. Um, I did the uh, certificate in philanthropic psychology, and one of the things they talk about with in people's giving and bringing identity forward is the identity of belonging. I belong to this mission. I belong to, right? I, I give because I want to be a part of something, right? Mm -hmm. So I can see how at some time or at some point a membership card could convey that sense of belonging. I, for me, the punchline here is... Do what works for you and your organizations and don't make mm. assumptions about generations, mm. about because something worked elsewhere, it will work. There are some standards, right? Totally. There are some things that we know. Like thank your donors. Like thank your donors, right? Yeah, exactly. Just because a big organization, a big flashy organization has success with a particular tactic doesn't necessarily mean it's going to work for you. Or to convey the the intent the, the intent that you think it will, right? I, I totally agree with that. And I also, again, think we need to be mindful of our our actions, that our actions have consequences, our actions. Absolutely. And I love the idea. I mean, psychologically, feeling of belonging is important. Mm -hmm. But if I don't see myself, then how do I belong? I don't see myself in a membership card. There's I don't, the punchline. I don't, yeah, There's that's the, the punchline. Punch I, you can create false belonging all you want to with lapel pins and membership cards and tote bags and t-shirts. But if I don't see myself, if I don't feel like I belong, none, all of that is artifice. There's that organization that keeps hounding you about wanting to send you swag. Oh, my God. And they literally keep using that phrase with you. They, they literally use the word swag. And they're like, we want to send you some swag. Please send us a shipping address. And I just keep deleting their emails. Let's treat generosity like generosity. That's what it is. That's what it is. That's I will it. buy my own. That's it. 
Yeah, I got it. I love this, Clay, and I love that we can tell stories together. For those of you that want to share a story with us, you're going to go to fundraisingisfunny.com. Yes. Um, You also can leave us a review, drop us a message. We'd love to hear from you. Thanks so much for spending you some time, maybe on your commute, on your, during your exercise routine, or just in your office when you need a break, or in the middle of a very important board meeting. Just listen to Fundraising is Funny, but we're glad you came, and we hope that you feel like you belong with us. Share with us how you exercise your fundraising gravitas. That's right. Have a good one, everybody. Bye. Bye.